Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence. And with me as always, Dr. Kenneth Estes, Alvarado ISD Superintendent. And I have a, a good, well, you had a, you had a fun weekend. Got to go on a little trip. Yeah, I went to Kentucky and got to watch Tarleton State University take on East Kentucky <laughs> University Colonels. So it was a unique, uh, I didn't realize it was a Division One program. And so it was a Division One football game. Tarleton's, you know, for, or really, it's really their inaugural season in Division One competition. So right. it was great. A lot of great Tarleton alumni on the trip. And our state representative, Burns, was on the trip. So it was, nice. it was great to spend a little bit of time with the Tarleton State University family. Good deal. Sounds like a, a fun trip with the, a lot of people from, from Tarleton, which I know you're – anybody from Tarleton is a friend of yours, right? <laughs> Well, you know, we it's neat to we have a lot of alumni in the area. We mm-hmm. hire a lot of alumni, and, and it's a uh, serves a lot of our kids. So yeah, great time. All right, something we have in common with Tarleton this week is it's homecoming week. That's right. And so uh, everything got kicked off with a big bang last night with the fireworks <laughs> and the the burning of the A and the homecoming parade and pep rally over at the Charles Head Stadium for the community. And uh, just a I don't know we don't keep track of numbers how many people were coming and going all that kind of stuff but biggest crowd that I think we've seen there at the homecoming parade pep rally in I don't know at least five or six years it seems like but a, a ton of people coming out a lot of organizations uh, were there represented uh, first time I've ever seen AYSA baseball right out there that, before you know and, and, and soccer a, as a, well AYSA soccer you know I've seen AYSA you know football and the cheerleaders are always there but soccer teams came out baseball teams came out and then all our elementary schools everybody participated and it was just a a great community event with a bunch of people there, it seemed like. I agree with you. I, think, uh, I was telling someone early on that that was a huge crowd. The parking lots were full. Exactly what you want to see as you get ready for, and I think you posted this on social media, but getting ready for homecoming week, that's exactly the way you want to kick it off. Right, and then and always a, a big thank you to Michael Persfield for the, the fireworks show at the end. You know, it's always the tradition of the burning of the A, and then a few years ago we were like, you know what, make – do a little, little something extra, and uh, did the fireworks, and I don't know that we can ever go away from it now. <laughs> uh, it'll, I don't know what we'd do because now it's part of the tradition, right? and everybody looks forward to it, and it was a fantastic show. I, mm-hmm. I waited around because typically he's getting, you know, cleaning up and getting those things, but I, I specifically went over there just to tell him how much we appreciated the fireworks show because it was, it was super. It was great. And then today, you know, it's, it is – there's always a day. There's a day for everything, it seems like. <laughs> I know. And, uh, so, but today in particular, Tuesday, October 5th, is World Teacher Day. And uh, so uh, we celebrated that a little bit here in district and with some social media posts from teachers talking about why they love teaching the way they do. And, and then also from some of our scholars talking about maybe some of their favorite uh, educators. And there's even a couple that I haven't put them all out yet, but there's a couple from educators talking about their favorite educators from when they were in school. And so uh, World World Teacher Day, it's always a, a fun time to celebrate teachers. I don't know that, you know, we have, like I said, today is World Teachers Day. We have a Teacher Appreciation Week in the, the spring, and there's all other kind of different days in between. But, you know, I don't know that there's ever enough you can do to show your appreciation for our educators here uh, anywhere, but especially here in Alvarado ISD. And it's just a another day where it's kind of glamorized, I guess. You know, we make sure we go out and, and do it. But, uh it's a, a continuous thing. Today just happens to be a, a particular day, but 
It's something we try to do all the time here in Alvaro ISD is recognizing the, the great work and the hard work of our educators. I know a, a lot of people had a hand in getting our celebration ready. I don't know every single individual, so I hate to start <laughs> right. calling them out by names. I do know that Ms. Holland and Dr. Diaz kind of led the effort mm -hmm. as far as the district leadership team, and they got a bunch of other people involved from instructional services and admin and other areas across the district. And so I want to thank them for making it a special day for our educators. They had lots of ideas, and it was neat to drive around and see the blue ribbons on the outside right. of our buildings, even up here at the administration building. And as you said, I, I completely agree. I hope uh, everyone takes this opportunity to celebrate our educators. And then it's never a, a bad day when you get to the office and there's a, a bag on your desk that has a, a blue Jolly Rancher in it, in my opinion. <laughs> I was I thought you were going to go with the Rice Krispie treat, and I was going to uh, completely agree with you. But I was going to go with the Jolly Rancher. <laughs> wow. We should have traded like kids at <laughs> lunch right? at junior high, you know. Or, I'll give you, I'll you, know, give you the, yeah. the Rice Krispie treat for a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, Jolly Rancher. That was a great <laughs> trade. My, <laughs> I would win that trade, I think. All right, and so – uh, last, you know, last couple of weeks we've been talking about a lot of things going on in our fine arts department. Well, last Saturday, the marching band finally got their competition season underway. They've been working since August to get this thing going, and they went down to Glen Rose and competed in the rain, first of all, which isn't easy. Yeah, you got some great pictures of that. If y'all have not <laughs> seen Mr. Brown's pictures on social media, he really got some great pictures with the rain while we were we were competing. Right, and it, it literally, it had rained a little bit Saturday morning, so I get there and I'm told, you know, we're going to be competing outside on the turf, whatever, but there's another band that is in their, I guess, indoor, their indoor practice, practice facility, facility, whatever it is they have down there, that is in their playing. And I was like, what, what's going on there? And so apparently they gave everybody the option. You can either play out, you know, do your full show, or you can go play in the little indoor. And uh, so uh, I won't say – what what school it was, but they may be the same colors as, as us with the letter first letter of G. I won't say what school it was, but they uh, they chose not to compete until the finals. Everybody competed in the finals, but really uh, just uh, in, the, in the prelims, they went in and, and just played. Interesting. So it was very inter interesting, and so not only did they get their first competition out of the way, but they got their first three trophies out of the way as well. Uh, the the band took second place overall. Uh, at the in Glenrose, at the I think the specific name is the Paluxy, yeah, the Paluxy. River Marching Festival, right? And so, f second place overall behind Waco Robinson, who is uh, one of those perennial, perennial. state marching yeah. band, you know, competitors. And however, Robinson did not get first place in color guard, our first place in drumline, because those went both those both went to the Golden Warrior Band Golden from Alfredo High band, School. That's right. And so, uh, you know, first place in color guard, you know, they done that several times in the past. That's the first time I ever – I can remember the drum line getting first place. I'm sure they have in the past. But in the last three or four years, I can't remember them getting first place in any of the, the competitions. So a big shout-out to them and, and Mr. Rindom. So, you know, we are just talking about getting the homecoming week kicked off in, in the right mm -hmm. way, and that's certainly the way you want to kick off marching season is to go right. down and take first in a couple of the different areas and then also finish in, you know, top – Second place is not it's not bad. Just getting no, warmed up, so very proud. I, that's one of the rare band competitions that I I missed because <laughs> uh, I was in Kentucky and I hate it. You know, when I saw the pictures, I was so proud of our band and saw those big trophies that they received and right. they put them up in the high school office and hated that I missed it. Uh, you know, so proud of our 
Golden Warrior Band, and we always say it's all about that GWB, and they yeah. didn't disappoint. Not at all. And so also along those same lines as fine arts, uh, Mr. Graham, the new choir director at the high school, has started doing an open mic, and I don't have the information in front of me what day, specific days or times or anything, but he's doing an open mic now, and we'll have more information that, about that in the future. But just a, a great way to get more kids involved. You know, maybe I'm – Maybe I like to sing, but I'm not in the choir, and I'm going to go perform at this, and maybe that will get me interested in choir and just kind of a recruiting tactic, maybe a little bit by him, but also just giving our, our scholars an opportunity to go out and kind of showcase their talents. And then another thing of showcasing their talents is, you know, a couple years ago, I believe it was the Newsies. Right. The, the, choir, the choir program and the theater department kind of joined forces to do the musical, and they're doing that again. Not Newsies this time, but they're doing that again where – you know, the, the choir and the theater department are working together in cahoots and uh, getting ready to put on a, a fantastic production. Like I said, I don't remember what the production is. I don't know if you remember what it I, was. I but. don't remember. I was just Now I'm intrigued because <laughs> what, later in life I've become a fan of, of different musicals. Right. And, and we did a phenomenal job with the Newsies. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to hear what we're doing this year. I, I can't, like I said, we'll bring it more in the future, but I can't remember what it is. But I know it's going to be a fantastic show with, with Mr. Hunt and Mr. Grimm. Uh, getting to work together for the first time, right? So athletics had a a huge week last week. Not a not a busy week, but a good week. Uh, volleyball uh, split a couple games last week. They uh, defeated Venus Tuesday night, uh, and then fell against uh, Ferris on Friday. Uh, Ferris, you know, from all reports, Ferris the way they Ferris is a great team this year. They're twenty two and seven, twenty two and eight, just like we are. They're really good. But uh, just from reports I had there. Their atmosphere at the at the game was was fantastic, and so uh, I'm looking forward to you know our our fans, our parents that were there Friday night, seeing what they did and bringing that here tonight right. as we're getting ready to play Midlothian Heritage. But a, a tough one, to, a loss to, to Ferris. They'll get another shot at Ferris to end the the regular season. But as of now, they're uh, the Lady Indians are sitting in fourth place, really tied for third, but in fourth place uh, because of the loss to Ferris. So. Uh, still in the hunt for the playoffs. Fully expect playoffs to be here. And uh, like I said, second half of district starts tonight. Cross country, they were at Decatur on Saturday, but I don't know any of the results. I don't know if you remembered any of the results. I, I know our, anything. our girls finished fourth as a team, which is nice. great. We know that the Decatur meet is always extremely tough. That's one of the better ones in the area for our division. Yeah, and I think we had a I – th- I thought I saw on social media that we had a, a boy, one of our varsity boys that finished first. Okay. And someone finished fourth, but don't don't hold you I, to I it. I say don't don't quote me, and I'm saying it on a, in a recording, but I believe that's what I saw. But certainly, it's showing that our cross country team continues to improve and get better as we get closer to district. They are in district just a couple weeks away, and that'll be down in Hillsboro at the the park there, right off. I don't know what it's not off 35. It's the little. That's a good question. <laughs> Whatever what that road, road that is, is that, that hedge it takes you to downtown Hillsborough there yeah. on thirty five. Uh we'll get we'll be a little more professional next week and have all this information yeah. for you. <laughs> well prepared. <laughs> all right, and then tennis ended their regular season. They had a huge win against Whitney last week, fifteen to four, uh, to finish district three and one, second place team in the district heading into the playoffs and uh, a big big showdown next Tuesday. And we'll get into that later with Coach Martin. Doesn't have doesn't know which team yet, but she knows it's going to be Tuesday, and we'll get into that a little bit later during our calendar time. Football was off, no football games last week. Uh, a week to to heal and prepare for the start of district this week against Life Walks Hatchie. 
And I, I know the, you know, that's two Friday nights in a row. And I know the coaches enjoyed maybe not having the entire weekends off, but a little bit of a lighter workload over the weekends uh, heading in the district as they're getting ready to make a little push for the playoffs. Yeah, not everybody understands how much time they put in. They, no, I don't it's, think it's not a It's not a, a cliche or whatever. They literally work seven days a week mm-hmm. in football and during the football season starting in late July and then working all the way through November. And so I'm sure they enjoyed the time off and opportunity to kind of get ready for that first district ball game. We don't typically, I think you said this last week, have that in conjunction with homecoming. Mm-hmm. But it's good because we'll have a, a big crowd at Charles Head Stadium to cheer on the Indians to victory. And then junior high athletics, junior high football hosted Gatesville and had two teams win, beat Gatesville. But then eighth grade A team actually uh, ended up after waiting and being the last team to play that night, did not get to play because of a lot because of lightning in the area. And you know, by the time the lightning delay would have been over, it would have been too late to get that started and get the Gatesville kids all the way back to Gatesville. And so. Uh, the uh, seventh grade and eighth grade B teams both won. Seventh grade A took a loss against Gatesville, but a, a successful night all overall for football. And then also that same night, junior high volleyball went over to Ferris and uh, took a couple losses. I know the eighth grade eighth grade B team won. Uh, both the seventh grade teams fell, and I don't know how the the uh, eighth grade A team did. I know they were. It was it was a as I was leaving, uh, it was I think. Alvarado took it. I don't know if it was the first or second game, but Alvarado took it. It was like 25-23, 26-24 as we're heading out. So, uh, great great showing there from the junior high volleyball teams. And then this week's calendar starts tonight, Tuesday night, with the volleyball team starting the second half of district against Heritage, who is currently in second place. And uh, Lady Indians went over there the first time with with high expectations, got swept, but Coach Barkey felt they played – Played pretty well, but could have played better. And so uh, getting them at home this second time around, expect a little bit little bit closer game. I know uh, Godley coming over and, and playing here in the high school gym got a little bit more than they were expecting when they came over. So uh, hopefully the girls will get up and, and give Heritage everything they could everything they could ask for. And we hope there's a good crowd out yeah. at the game. So it's always nice to have that home court advantage. Right. And then Wednesday, guess what? There's nothing going on Wednesday. No junior high cross country or anything this Wednesday, so it'll be a nice night off. And then Thursday is when it gets a little a little crazy. So we're actually having our first junior high pep rally in a couple of years. Uh, Thursday at three ten, they'll be doing uh, celebrating their football teams, their uh, volleyball, cross country, and I believe tennis. But uh, all four uh, junior high athlete, athletes athletics. All four junior high sports teams uh, will be represented and, and celebrated there. And then that night, uh, junior high has a, a big slate of games all here in Alvarado. So a great opportunity to come out and watch as junior high volleyball gets started at 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock at the, high, at the junior high gyms against Glenrose. And then junior high football starts at 4.30 against Ferris there at Charles Head Stadium. So, a great opportunity to come see some of the young scholar athletes of Alvarado ISD and, and uh, watching them be, be successful on the court and on the field. Well, like you said, it's a, that's pretty busy Thursday. It really is, and it gets even a little more crazy on Friday. As uh, we all know, it's homecoming, and something we haven't talked about, but Freaky Friday is upon us. And if you don't know what Freaky Friday is at the high school, it's where you know, the parents come to school with the kids and uh, get a little bit of experience and see what the classes are like and they 
have the big pep rally at noon, and then it's a, a half day for the high school uh, scholars. But uh, looking forward to, to Freaky Friday. As, as long as they stay in the green on the COVID chart, we're good to go. Right. And so uh, fingers crossed as we uh, make it through the week that we'll be able to get there and, and really have a, a, a fun Freaky Friday that we didn't get to do last year. And uh, so it should be a fun day as long as they get to have Freaky Friday. Right. And then high school volleyball and high school football are both at home, both against Life Waxahachie, and both are huge games. Uh, Life Waxahachie volleyball is one of those teams that they're always in the mix of the playoffs. And so for the Lady Indians right now, they're sitting in fourth place. Life Waxahachie, they beat them the first time around in four games at, Wa- at Waxahachie. They're going to have to do that again here on Friday night, and it starts at 4.30. So plenty of opportunity to go go do Freaky Friday, have the big pep rally at noon, go get you some lunch, come back at 4.30 for a huge volleyball game. We're still wearing all your purple, getting loud for the volleyball team, and then make it to Charles Head Stadium for the homecoming game at 7.30. And so a full day of of uh, purpling out. Is that a word? Can you say that? Is that a – yeah, I think you purpling out. Purpling out and use it as a <laughs> verb, uh, but but also uh, I think, like you said, it's it's important to come show the Indians our support at volleyball and at football that night. Those are both big games, and I think we have it's a we have a lot of potential to get off, uh, you know, as far as on the right foot with football's district game, but also show volleyball in district that we're we're going to be in control of our own destiny as far as the playoffs. Right, and then Saturday. Golden Warrior Band is going to be at it again as they were in Royce City. And they play at 12-15 Saturday and then the finals. That's the prelims. And then, you know, they make the top ten. They'll have the finals uh, starting that night, I believe, at 7-30. And just looking at the, the list of schools, there's a there's a couple 4A schools in there, but there is a ton of 5A and 6A schools. And, and not just little little 5A and 6A schools, no. but you know, I think Newman Smith was one that kind of jumped out at me. That's a, a bigger 6A school. And so – a lot of a lot of good competition for the Golden Warrior Band as they took second place last week, but a little little step up this week, I think, in some of the level of competition. And it'll be interesting to see how they do as they come out and uh, perform Saturday afternoon, and then you know, fingers crossed Saturday night as well after they make the finals. You got to have a lot of respect for our Golden Warrior Band and the directors. Those are yeah. very long days when you <laughs> no. throw in finals of a marching band competition and. A lot of times they don't get home until after twelve. They've been they may have left the school district, you know, six, seven, eight that morning. Right. So I don't know that everybody understands just what a a kid in the band or one of our band directors goes through on a marching band competition day. It's a, it's a long day. They work extremely hard too. And in the fall, you don't know in Texas Texas if it's going to be freezing or it's going right. to be extremely hot. So well, and you never know. You know, they're the third band to play on Saturday. So you're playing at 12.15, and if you're the first, say you're done by 12.30, you know, back on the bus, everything's done by 1, and the finals start at 7.30. So you got six and a half hours that you have five or six band directors that you're going to have to find some way to corral and watch over 80 band kids or however many kids, yeah, well, maybe yeah, 80 more than 80 yeah. So that's another part that, you know, the band directors, you know, you play, you just, you're just going to be playing twice, but it's a lot more than just the performances that they're out there for. And so uh, – Godspeed to them <laughs> as they make the trek up to Royce City, which isn't close either. No, it's, and, it's, uh, it's and, a little bit of a trip. And have a full day. Uh, but hopefully it'll end, it'll end with a, a couple more trophies like last week. Well, and it shows a commitment, too, of our program, just like uh, our athletic teams do. They 
always schedule larger competition. Right. And you have to travel sometimes to go uh, meet up with some of the better programs in the area. And so Roy City is one of those great competitions. So look forward to seeing our kids march there. And our, our parents travel very well for band. If you've never been oh, to yeah. a band competition, you really are missing out. You'll go, and when our band's about to perform, you'll see a sea of purple in the stands right. there to support our, our Golden Warrior Band. All right. And then also, I didn't mention it. <clears throat> I said we're going to mention it later, but next Tuesday, you know, it's not going to be on this. I don't know that we'll get a podcast out by next Tuesday, but hopefully we do. But tennis is in the playoffs, and their first-round match will be next Tuesday at a – a place and time to be determined and a, a, an opponent, to, opponent be determined. to be determined. And Coach Martin says he's reached out several times to Dallas ISD to try and find something to who's, who they're going to be playing and hasn't got any information yet. But then also she expects having a, a win on Tuesday. If, if they get a win Tuesday, then they would play probably Anna next Friday at 10 a.m. somewhere in the Metroplex. And oh, so, wow. uh, so keep an eye out for that as well in the, in the, the coming days as we try to put out that information and – They'd love to see you there as well, supporting the tennis team. And it's more like, like I said, more than likely in the middle of the day. Right. But uh, they'd love to see you out there if, you, if you're able to. Anything else before we close? Just once again, thank our educators. And we mean everyone in our district because they all help educate the kids in our community. But when you see World Teacher Day or hashtag Teachers Can, there's no doubt that our teachers can, and they do a fantastic job. All right. Can't conclude it any better than that. Until next time, hashtag Alvarado Excellence.